Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi there, and welcome to the How to Be a Better Person podcast, where we are on day 17 of the 21-day challenge to calm the F down. Since the ground has been shifting under our feet for the last several weeks, it's so common and so very human to be feeling stressed, anxious, sad, numb, distracted, angry, you name it, it's all on the table now. And while it's totally understandable that we're feeling how we're feeling, we don't have to stay there. We can do things that bring us back into balance, that help us be resilient and get our legs underneath us. Today, I am so excited to have Jill Miller as a guest on the podcast. Jill is the creator of Yoga Tune-Up, which helps you embody your body through a combination of breathwork, corrective exercise, and self-massage. She's also the author of the fabulous book, The Role Model. And she is honestly one of the best people I know to talk to about how to help yourself calm the F down. So today's big idea is this. Your nervous system has two states. It could either be in fight or flight or rest and digest. Always in modern life, we tend to spend way more time in fight or flight because we're so gosh darn busy and stimulated all the time. So we were already pretty out of balance in this arena. And now here comes this global catastrophe, which has made us start reckoning with the idea that life as we know it has changed fundamentally and may never go back to the way it was before. It's made us feel like the world isn't as safe a place as we thought it was. And turns out a feeling of safety is very important, not just for our emotional well-being, but also for our nervous system and our physical well-being. So Jill is here to help us understand this connection and what we can do to take care of our well-being. Jill, thank you so much for being here today. I am thrilled. Oh, Kate, I just adore you. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, the feeling is mutual. (laughs) So I want to start off by asking, why is feeling safe so important to our well-being? I want to answer your question, but I want to enlarge a little portion of your intro because our nervous system actually doesn't have two states. It has three. And this is is very new to me. In uh, I learned this in about the last four years when I started to dive into the research of Dr. Stephen Porges, who's the creator of something called the polyvagal theory. And his, all of his work is focused on the neuroanatomy uh, of the vagus nerve, which is something we're going to talk about today. But the the vagus is the nerve that's responsible for that rest and digest, right? So we have the fight or flight, which is our sympathetic go, go, freak out, you know, nervous system. And Where we, we like to live. Di- well, it's, you know, it's a playful nervous system, but also it's that nervous system of anxiety and um, where we're spinning our wheels. 
And then we have the rest and digest and recover, which is known as the parasympathetic nervous system. And that's when the vagus, um, that's one of the, the, the realms of the vagus. But the vagus also has a third contribution to our state regulation. And that is actually a freeze state or a paralysis state. It's a shutdown state. Mm. And that is when we are in mortal fear or mortal danger, we can actually pass out, we'll lose our bowels and disassociate. So there are really these three states that we uh, vacillate between. And if we're using, if that paralysis state really becomes kind of a survival state for us, it can really impact our relationships in the world and our relationship to ourselves. But that that state is, these are involuntary states. You know, we are triggered by our environment, the outside environment. We're also triggered by our internal environment where we, we respond, we're responding to our physiology. So um, it's actually a little bit more nuanced than just kind of, you know, fight or flight and rest digest. There's this third um, state that needs to be considered when we're thinking about safety. Because really for our resilience, we, we want to go back and forth between that that the energetic, uplifting, activating place of the sympathetic, and then recover in that rest and digest, but not slip into that place where we are catatonic and have no drive and are, you know, essentially hibernating. Right. Which I think is a kind of the way a lot of people have been feeling, at least at times. I know I've had days where I just felt like I God can't really do anything. Um, I'm going to wait till it comes back. Yes, and I mean it is a sur- that is definitely a survival strategy for lowering metabolic output and dealing with catastrophe. Some people, when catastrophe strikes, they are the relief workers. They are out there. They are opening up, uh, you know, you know, opening up burning buildings and pulling people out, not even aware of what they're, you know, that they're being burned themselves. Whereas other people, you know, run in the other direction, and then other people collapse. So we have, you know, our body has its implicit response. The pandemic, as as you just stated, I think uh, from what I've heard from a lot of people, has created paralysis. And I've heard it called pandemic paralysis. And it's a, and and no response is correct. Like they're all, these are all basic human responses and there's no judgment on one way or the other. I thrive in a crisis. So I'm very sympathetically tuned. So I'm just like, let's solve this problem. Let's kill the virus. Let's fix what's wrong. Like that's just kind of the way the way my operating system is, but it's exhausting to be in that place. And of course it's affecting my sleep because I just, I want to do, do, do. Yes. I've heard from a lot of people that they're having trouble sleeping too. Yes. So safety, feeling safe is critical for the homeostatic balance in your body. So for me, I I can create safety by producing work. Like that's one of the ways that I produce create safety. And that might seem crazy, but it's, it is kind of a comfort place for me, but in terms of physiological safety, and that's where the vagus really comes in handy, physiological safety, we can make that physiological safety happen very easily by essentially steering our biological ship in certain directions. 
And there are really five primary ways that I like to simply educate people about how to flip on your own off switch. So you really Great. are in control of flipping, the, <laughs> of turning on your off switch. And one is, uh, these are five P's. So the first P is perspective. And so it is a mindset. And so using a mindset strategy to tell yourself, I am a safe place. It's going to be okay. Whatever message you can give to yourself that can hold a cognitive frame, even if you don't quite believe it. Uh, because what I'm about to dive into is more um, body-based things. But the P, the perspective, allows you to at least have a conversation of um, from the top down to the bottom up. So perspective. Okay. I'm a safe place. Or I allow myself to relax completely. Something like that. For me, I'm a safe place really works. Because if I establish that I'm a safe place, I will be better at being a regulating force field for my own, for my own family, my nuclear family who are around me. So two, the second P is place. Now we are all in our, our homes or we're in some type of isolation location. So for some people that is a, you know, an apartment where they live, they may not have other people around them. Other people to their home with other people, the other people in their home may not make them necessarily feel feel safe. But the place that we're in um, ideally is a safe environment. I know, and I have heard that there's been a, a reduction, even though there's, a, you know, people are contracting COVID and there's a lot of um, illness out and about, uh, there's less crime happening uh, on a whole because people are in their homes. So maybe that's a something to be optimistic about potentially. Mm-hmm. So place, the place must be safe. And this really is about your physical environment. So if there's a place in your home where you feel safe, maybe it's your bathroom floor, you know, the bath mat, that fuzzy bath mat <laughs> or the towel on the floor, or maybe it's in your bed or maybe it's a closet or maybe it's some place. I mean, I live in a home with two toddlers and I know you've met them before. Mm-hmm. It's hard to, it's hard to find a lone space in my home, but I do have, I do have some pra- a practice space in my home and I like to go there for my safe space. You know, I usually get intruded upon, but anyway, that's my ideal, my safe space. So the third P is position. And position has to do with your relationship to gravity. Basically, get down. If you're looking to uh, adjust your nervous system to go from that fight or flight to go into a more parasympathetic realm, you want to get low to gravity. Um, One, laying on the ground is very stress relieving for your the muscles and bones of your nervous system. You're just gonna be, you know, there's gonna be less need for uh, oxygen that's fueling muscles that need to be held upright. Also, when you lay down, your heart rate slows down and so does your breath rate. Mm. And if in your position, you can potentially create a little bit of an incline for yourself, meaning you can lift your pelvis up on top of a pillow or like a yoga block or a couple of books, you'll create a very gentle slope that puts you into what's called the baroceptor reflex. And this is a physiological phenomenon that happens when your head is lower than your heart and lower than your pelvis. So you can even just do this in your office chair by just throw, you know, leaning forward and letting your head go below your heart. If any of you have practiced yoga before, you know, a lot of times classes will open with a, a forward bend. And that is 
it will take advantage of the baroreceptor reflex in the body. And what the baroreceptor reflex does is um, your body's very sensitive to blood flow, especially to your brain. And when you go upside down or even gently upside down, more blood, just gravity starts to pull more blood towards your brain. The carotid sinuses on the side of, in the, in the, the side of your neck, the arteries on the side of your neck start to sense a rush of blood, a rush of blood pressure. And so there's a very quick feedback loop that the vagus controls and the vagus basically slows down your heart rate at that point, slows down your breath rate, and it constricts your blood vessels so that the blood the blood uh, brain barrier relationship is maintained. But that's a lot of physiology to explain that, you know, when you get down, it's relaxing. Mm-hmm. So you can just, you can just gain free, uh, free relief by uh, getting down to the ground. The f- fourth P is pace of breath. So breath is the other thing that you can influence uh, anytime, anywhere to alter your stress response. And really the, the thing you want to try to do is increase the duration of your exhales so that each exhale is a little bit longer than the inhale that you just took. And you can also even captivate the time after exhale before inhale. There's usually a natural pause in our breath cycle after exhale before inhale. And so if you can elongate your exhale and then sustain your attention in that pause after exhale before inhale and make those very long in duration and then have your inhale be a little bit shorter and then again um, go to that exhale get rid of the excess carbon dioxide that might be floating around in your system and and just help flood your flood your lungs with fresh and new breath so pace of breath is the fourth p and then the fifth p is palpation and that's one of my specialties is self-massage and so i use a variety of different role model balls they're grippy pliable rubber balls and the rolling stimulates your relaxation response just like a regular massage does. And uh, basically that helps to minimize that sympathetic tone in your body and it sends an uptick in your vagal tone. It starts to, 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 to just rush this relaxation response throughout your body. And so you can massage things, especially closer to your trunk, have a, a maximum effect because they're also affecting your breath muscles. So rolling, th- rolling along your spine. You can even uh, do things like laying on. We have something called a gorgeous ball, but you can lay the side of your ribs on a rolled up towel or even a rolled up yoga mat. And those pressures, in and of themselves, into your trunk, your rib cage, your abdomen, your waist, your back, you will also influence pressures into your organs. And your organs are all controlled by the vagus nerve as well. And so this is just yet another way, a mechanical way to um, stimulate the vagus and induce the relaxation response. So that really is my recipe for affecting state change, turning on your off switch and um, doing this anytime, anywhere, when you start to feel that your mind and your stress is running away from you and it's, it's hijacking you. Right. I mean, well, the first step is really to notice that you're being hijacked, right? You can't change mm-hmm. a habit that you don't know you have or a physiological state that maybe you haven't noticed that you've slipped into. I have to say that I have been just practically sleeping with your balls under my pillow. I mean, I sit on them. <laughs> I roll on them at night. I will take one and just like roll out my jaw. I'm, I cannot wait to get back and get a massage. I do love massage therapy, but even when we're free to come and go as we please and do what we like and massage therapists are in business, 
it's still so important to be able to take care of your physical tension at home and now more than ever. So can you tell us where people could get more information about you and check out these magical balls of yours that I love so much, <laughs> which is a sentence yeah. I haven't said to many people. <laughs> My, please <laughs> connect with your magical balls, everyone. Yeah, it's, it, it, they are magical. I mean, we do have some really hard science behind them, but they, they do work like magic. It really is uncanny. And I've heard that I've heard from many people, even today, I got another message from someone who said she's sleeping with her gorgeous ball. It's like become an attachment. It's like a, a sixth limb or something. Um, because it does relax her so much. So I, I am found, uh, my website is tuneupfitness.com. And my Instagram is at yoga tuneup, but we also have a business page at tuneup fitness. Um, and yeah, the yoga tuneup Instagram is full of lots of tricks for, um, not tricks, but ways of modulating your stress responses and use and using all the types of tools that I was just describing in that, in, in those five P's. Awesome. Jill. Yeah. Also on Facebook, yes. of course. Okay, great. So we can find you on Instagram. We can find you on Facebook at Yoga TuneUp. And then your URL is tuneupfitness.com. Jill, thank yes. you so much for being here today and sharing all these five ways that we can bring ourselves back from the brink. Calm the F down. We can calm the F down <laughs> and turn on our off switch. I love it. Thank you. So that was Jill Miller bringing us the good news about the five tools we have at our disposal to feel safe in an unsafe world. And that brings me to today's tiny assignment. I know Jill shared five tools with us, but I want you to choose just one. Let's do the P, the first P, perspective. Think of one simple phrase you can say to yourself when you notice that you're feeling afraid, anxious, worried, freaked out weird, off in some way, shape, or form that you can repeat to yourself that helps you feel safe. So some of the ones that Jill suggested were, it's going to be okay. I allow myself to relax completely. I am a safe place. Choose one of those. If one of those feels good to you, run with it. You can also make up your own. I just want it to be something that's completely positive. You know, I don't want it to be any like, um, I am not afraid type of thing. Don't have the afraid in there. Have, I am at peace, or I am strong, or I know how to be brave, if that makes sense. Okay, so keep it positive. And let me know what you chose, if you would. You can always find me by going to beabetterpersonpodcast.com clicking on the contact Kate button that comes straight to my inbox. That's a really nice way to have a private conversation. Or you can find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley author. I've been getting DMS from folks from around the world, from Egypt, from Germany. I mean, Australia, it just completely blows my mind. And if you are an international listener, I'm based in the U S if you're somewhere else, like super duper shout out to you. So happy to have you here. And let me know what's helping you feel safe. And let me close just by saying a little bit of a sponsor plug here. I think I've told you, you've heard, I'm so excited to have the first sponsor on the How to Be a Better Person podcast. It's Sleep Masks from Manta Sleep, M-A-N-T-A, -A, like the sea creature. And let me tell you something. I am not at all exaggerating when I say that when I put my Manta Sleep Mask on at night, I feel so safe and happy. And it's just like, 
Goodbye, cruel world. So if you've been needing a little extra something to get restful sleep and like really allowing yourself to drift off and release into sleep, I think the Manta Sleep Mask could be something that would really be helpful to you. So go check it out. It's mantasleep.com and you can use the coupon code BETTER in all caps to save some money on it when you do. Take care and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 